To podcast requires presumption of expertise, although such gumption is baldly hubristic. Let's be realistic. I invite you to gauge your assumptions. Everyone knows that students will respond better to people who treat them kindly. And every teacher wants to be the teacher who connects with her or his students, builds relationships that last, and connects on a personal level. But behavior is a result of your thoughts, your beliefs, and most importantly, your assumptions. You need to assume certain things about your students, regardless of the evidence to the contrary that may sway you to believe or assume something else. Your assumptions will reveal themselves in a thousand ways through your body language, through your facial expressions, through how you respond to students, and they will see what your assumptions are, whether you're aware of them yourself or not. To illustrate with a rather bald example, I had two colleagues my very first year of teaching. Each of them had a pet word for referring to her students. The first was an English teacher. She had a room right across the hall from mine, and anytime she was talking about her students, she would refer to them as little turds. The other was a guidance counselor. Her office was on the other end of the school, anytime she talked about students, she referred to them as kiddos. There are a thousand ways you can interpret each of those sayings, and it's interesting to note that both of them were delivered with a smile, a laugh, but I'm willing to believe that the students of the English teacher would not be flattered to know that they were called little turds on a regular basis by this teacher. Do you assume that your students are juvenile delinquents? Do you assume that they're lazy? Do you assume that they're bored? Do you assume that their interest in your subject is negligible? Do you assume any of those things? They could be true, but I invite you to examine your assumptions and I urge you to learn to embrace these assumptions about your students. First, that your students are kind. Second, that your students are intelligent. And third, that your students are willing, willing to work hard, willing to partner with you, willing to do the work necessary to learn. Let's examine each of those assumptions briefly. First, I urge you to assume that your students are kind. Students will say and do and write and behave in myriad unkind ways, and you get to forgive them and be kind to them regardless. It is far, far easier to forgive a kind person rudeness than to forgive a rude person rudeness. When a student says something to you like, this is the stupidest class I've ever had, and you respond with, 
well, sucks to be you then, doesn't it? That's kind of what your inside may think. You aren't winning anything except the expression of an opinion that doesn't better either of you. Assume that that student is a kind person who's having a struggle somewhere along the way, and you will be able to respond with a smile and with grace instead of with sarcasm and bitterness. It gets easier with time, but it begins with that presumption of kindness on the parts of your students. Expect that they will be kind, and they will be, eventually, most of the time. But as the teacher, it is your job to be aware of your assumptions and to let those assumptions imbue your actions with your own kindness. Second, I invite you to consider that your students are intelligent. It's obvious you're in the business, after all, of education, which is all about increasing neural pathways, about altering behavior, about affecting lifelong change because of the brain waves of these children. But it amazes me how often teachers assume that their students are basically dumb. They aren't interested, they aren't motivated, they aren't thoughtful, they aren't insightful. Students are intelligent. Now, they express that intelligence in a variety of ways and to a large variety of degrees. But assuming that a kid, or kids in general, are dumb, will get you students, or student, dumbness manifest over and over again. Whether I'm teaching a basic English class where students struggle with basic letter forming skills in their writing, or whether I'm teaching an AP comp class where students are grappling with rhetorical analysis, I approach every student as if he or she has a thoughtful, engaged, capable mind. Again, there are a thousand hurdles to expression of that mind, but I embrace the idea that kids' brains are active, that they desire to grow, that the human yen for knowledge, for experience, is undying. By the time kids get to high school, many of them have suffered so many blows from the educational establishment, from life, from social situations that they don't embrace intelligent curiosity with the same obvious glee of younger children. But assume that it's there. Because if you assume that it's there, you will act again and again in ways that elicit that intelligence. And without intelligent students, an enjoyable classroom just ain't gonna happen. The third thing I invite you to assume is that your students are willing, willing to work hard. Teaching and learning are not passive endeavors. They require active, engaged, deliberate choices consistently, day after day. And all of us as humans have an inclination toward laziness, toward taking the easy path, and especially in a culture that values entertainment over endeavor, 
That is a hard tendency to battle. I do not assume that my students are inherently energetically active towards school, but I do assume they are willing to work hard. There are several linchpins in there to get that willingness to turn on. One of them, the major one, is my own willingness to model enthusiasm, but I believe that the students are willing to do the work necessary to learn. Do you believe those things of your students? Do you look out into that sea of new faces on the first day and see kind, intelligent, willing people? Do you see potential scholars or potential discipline problems? Do you see potential leaders or potential criminals? I understand very clearly that all of that potential is there in each and every kid, but your assumptions will bring out the traits in your students that you model and expect for them. Be willing, be intelligent, and most of all, be kind. Assume that people are that way and your students will rise to the occasion.